We're unabashedly obsessed We've got to get it off our chest Please sit there and be quiet Um, it's, uh, James here, and... Aaron. <laughs> and, uh, so, here's the deal. So, this is your first, uh, foray into, well, maybe. This is, this is the first opportunity you're going to have to listen to Unabashedly Obsessed, because it's the first episode. Really, what I'm saying is it's the first episode. This is the first episode of Unabashedly Obsessed. Um, this is the pre-intro, because, <laughs> um, like, nine months ago... When we first recorded it, no, nine months ago when we recorded it, we right. <laughs> we only recorded it once. Um, we are you ha- still liking this, or do we want to turn I'm it? Loving, okay, okay, I'm good. <laughs> um, we wanted to do. We wanted to have pre-recorded intros and outros so that we could throw to them and have the episode itself be in the middle of them and sort of have the intros and outros be sort of the funny thing that people kept returning to. But like that, an episode sandwich, if you will. Yeah. But that doesn't entirely work because, I don't know, it, I, it, it's so, it, to me it felt sort of soulless. Yeah, I didn't like the way I sounded. Yeah. So we it decided... too scripted, probably because yeah. it was. It was entirely scripted. Yep. So that's one thing. Um, so from here on out, I think, uh, starting with episode two, we will not have the pre-intro i think because i don't think we've put that together yet so well this I, is the pre-intro well we'll, we'll not have the, the scripted pre, intro. the pre-recorded scripted intro. exactly right um so this one this episode is going to be the theme song you just heard thank you jamie thank you jamie uh this pre-intro the pre-recorded intro and then the show and then i think there's an outro and then you'll hear the theme song instrumental i think is what we're going to do at the end yes and we have to do the intro that we already recorded because we talk about it in the episode right so we can either do some super creative editing, or we can just leave it. So we're just going to leave it and talk about it. Because we're lazy. Exactly. We're lazy, so we're doing more work. <laughs> yep. Um, so, uh, but but starting with episode two, it's just going to be theme song, and then I think we're going to do one of these sort of intros to things that occurred to us post-show, not like more information, but like about the show, meta, sort of meta stuff. Yeah. Um, and they'll be short and whatever. But so, uh, now... I think we're going to throw it to the pre-recorded intro. Um, oh no, no, no! Let's talk about the, let's talk about the episode a little bit. So we have the pre-recorded intro, the pre-recorded outro, and then the episode itself, which is about zombies. Which is about zombies. Um, we tried to have we 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 at first we were thinking that it was going to be sort of a thing Aaron is obsessed with, thing James is obsessed with. Yeah. I think it works better if we have a general theme. Yes. And then we sort of. Let the conversation meander. Yes. Um, but at the time, we tried to squeeze something else in. It didn't work. We realized it didn't work. We might cut it. it so yeah, you may not. You know, may not hear it. But we're leaving this pre-intro in. So you unless know, we get lazy and record a pre-pre-intro, <laughs> which you will have already heard. Right. Um, <laughs> um, okay. So uh, there's that. So it's all about zombies. And uh, I should tell you that it was like the end of September, so we were both sort of fighting. You have your seasonal thing. Whatever plagues my lungs right. every fall. <laughs> and I was dealing with something as well. Uh, you aren't going to hear any of the coughs because we did scrupulous editing of all of the coughs that were in it. But believe me, it was like 
It was like 10 minutes of coughs. Yeah, it was like every 30 seconds yeah. one of us would cough. Yeah. yeah. It was bad. Um, so that's something. And then... I was super nervous because it was my first podcast. Right, Like okay. my first time recording anything ever. Yeah. Um, so I hear it coming across that I was super nervous and like, I don't know. I I, heard, I hear it. I don't know if anybody else will hear it. But if you do go easy on me, I think I get less awkward. Well, you get differently. You you aren't nervous. I get less nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hear nervousness uh, when I listened to it. Good. And I've known you for a long time. Um, Good. So maybe, maybe I I don't know what nervous you sounds like. Well, nervous me sounds. I mean, you know, how many times have we been on stage together? Oh, you <laughs> are you nervous on stage? Oh, constantly. Oh, that's why I talk so fast. Oh. That's why Greeley used to yell at me. Okay. So, yeah. But in this, I don't think I necessarily talked faster than normal okay. as much as I just, like, I don't know. I, I think that everything... I, I, I had no reason to be nervous. I was just having a conversation yeah. with you. But yeah. I think because we had a direction we wanted it to yeah. go as opposed to letting the conversation meander, I want. I was like, we're going to keep on track and I'm going to hit all my talking points on my list, which I have completely abandoned the right. list at this point. Right. I have, um, I have a note on my phone that currently has one thing on it. Yeah. I and have then, and, then, and then my grocery list. Oh, it your has, grocery! It has one thing for me to talk about, and then my grocery list from earlier today. That's multitasking. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, I think that we may have edited a lot of the nervousness out, a ner- the, like the actual nervousness out, and so what's left is the vestigial stuff that okay. you you know how you were feeling when you said it. Yes, but like sort of the payoff of the nervousness. Right. I think we may have edited out, so I think we're good. You realize that it's already a seventy-five minute show. Yeah, so we should. And this up. we are currently five and a half minutes in. Five and a half minutes in. Um, so okay. not as bad as I thought. I thought we were closer to ten. Pre-record? No. Pre? Yes. No, not pre-record. What's the thing? Intro? Intros <laughs> um, are not going to normally be this long, but we had to talk about why we were doing it at all and all this stuff. So yes. Um, now we're going to throw it to the episode pre-recorded intro. Yes. Goodbye. Which you will never hear again. N- never hear again. Ever. Ever. Hey everyone, I'm James. And I'm Erin. And this is Unabashedly Obsessed, where we tell you all about the things we're currently obsessed with. And where you can tell us about the things you're obsessed with so that we can be obsessed with them too. Well, everyone, that, that was our intro that we recorded. It's We're going to not refer to it probably every week, but uh, we just recorded it, so I'm, I'm still feeling pretty cool about having a pre-recorded intro. Yeah, yeah, we're podcasting. We are podcasting. <laughs> um, this is, I guess probably going to be episode the first episode probably um, yeah <laughs> we, we have another one it's pretty rough though because um we didn't know how to do i'm i'm used to podcasting just by myself or with someone else in the room we were trying this thing anyways it, it it'll come out probably eventually because i'm gonna keep hacking away at it but uh this will come out a lot sooner <laughs> yeah, it'll be like the uh, like the hidden track, right? It, right. It'll at the be... end of like episode two hundred and seventeen, exactly. We're, yeah, that'll be weird to add a, an hour long hidden track. <laughs> but we'll, we'll figure it out then. So, um, unabashedly obsessed, uh, as we said in the intro, is a show about things that we're currently obsessed with. Yep. And uh, today um, is going to be, I think, going to be sort of a major theme, and then a little minor note at the end. Um, because we have a huge theme um, of something that Aaron has been, uh, well, unabashedly obsessed with. And inexplicably obsessed. Inexplicably 
That's the that's the spin-off podcast, Inexplicably Obsessed, where we talk about all the weird things we're obsessed with. Yep. Wait, no, that's this one. <laughs> I don't know. Yep. Um, so, uh, Aaron, what, what, what have you been obsessed with? I have been obsessed with zombies. With zombies, okay. Zombies, which is not a thing that I ever thought I would get into. It started with I wanted to get back into running. Okay. And I found this app that a friend of mine had suggested to me like a year ago. Um, called Zombies Run. Mm-hmm. Not, not Zombies zo- Run, it's Zombies, comma, run, okay. exclamation point. Because if you say Zombies Run, it sounds like it's a running app for zombies. And if you put a colon in there, then it's like an instruction. Exactly, exactly. And the zombies are not the ones doing it. I mean, I guess they, they do like a slow shamble app. It could be you. a yeah, zo- Zombies, colon, shamble. Right. Everyone yeah. else, colon, <laughs> run. <laughs> right. But the, it's too long. Yeah, so basically the, the premise behind it is that you are a runner for a small township during a zombie apocalypse, okay. and they send you out on missions. Right. And so you get a story that goes throughout, I think they have four seasons, and I'm maybe three quarters of the way through season one. Okay. And so each mission that you do is, you know, they speak into your you know your earbuds or whatever, and you listen to Pandora or podcasts or audiobooks or whatever you want to. Like Unabashedly Obsessed. Like Unabashedly Obsessed. In between, although I don't recommend podcasts because the podcasts don't pause, so you will miss chunks of your podcast while um, you're listening. Well, what that what we can call that though is it, it builds in bonus content because that makes then the episode re-listenable because if you get the that is true the episode and you don't listen to a part of it, we can also do things where we how often does it pause the? Uh... Um, there are probably. Six or seven scenes, okay. we'll call them, in the course of like a 30 to 40 minute mission. So once um, every like five minutes? Five to ten, somewhere okay. in there. So what if every five minutes we just stop talking? We could do that. Okay, but... That might be annoying for those who are not actively using the Zombies Run I'm, app for... I mean, but uh, they should be, right? So They should be, because it gets you in shape and it's fun. Okay, and how much did this does this app cost? What's okay, the, what's so the... you can download it for free, and you get, I think the first four episodes are free, and or maybe six, I don't remember. But then after that, you have to either wait a week okay. before you can download the next one, or you can pay, and it's like three bucks a month or 20 bucks for the year. Okay, that's not too bad. Um, so I went ahead and signed up for a month, figuring, you know, it's going to be cold soon. We'll see if I'm still obsessed with this at the end of a, a month. Right. It's um, September. It's, sept- it's middle of September right now. I'm still going to be obsessed with it at the end of the month. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. Fair enough. Um, but I don't know if I will continue to uh, use it during the winter because I don't know if I'll actually continue running right. in the winter. And also, the way I've been going through it, I might have caught up to the uh, end of where they are now right. before the weather gets cold. Right. So. At which point you can <laughs> switch over to the other podcast, Zombies Ski. Yeah. Yeah. And then I'll just I'll ski up and down the street. Do you know how fun. to ski? Have nope. you? I went skiing once. I was not good at it. It hurts. I couldn't okay. walk for like a week. Okay. But here's the question. Can you ski better than zombies? I, I guess they wouldn't be on skis. They'd be shambling down the They'd be the shambling hill. unless they died while, ha- while skis were attached to their feet. In which case, then you have to factor in, and this is a thing that all of the different zombie shows and movies and whatever um, seem to differ, but are, is there muscle memory? Okay. You know, will a an Olympic skier zombie remember how to ski if the skis are already strapped to his feet when he reanimates? Right. Okay, that's fair. So if you're if you're living in iZombie, then yeah, sure. Right. If right. you're living in The Walking Dead, probably he's going to fall down and drag himself. 
But, okay. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess that, that, that was actually something I want to talk about was the larger... I, I, I think of that as, as the difference between is your zombie movie, your zombies are slow but persistent, right. or do you have running zombies? And Which one do you prefer? I mean, slow but persistent is easier to get away from. Sure. Because they're probably going to be pretty persistent even if they're running. Right. So, slower's better. Yeah. Yeah. But running makes for a more exciting story. Yeah. That's true. Have you seen... <laughs> did you see... What is your background on zombie movies? Um, our friend Chad uh, bought me Shaun of the Dead. Okay. Um, as a wedding gift. All right. Um... I tried to watch it. I made it maybe 15 minutes, and I just could not. Really? I've heard just I wonderful things not. about it. And that's what he said. And maybe now that I'm really into zombies, I could try again. I was not expecting it to be what it was, if that makes sense. Yeah. I think I went in with with improper expectations for what it turned out to be. Because you're a big um, Army of Darkness, Evil Dead yes. person. But it wasn't... So Army of Darkness, Evil Dead, those are probably the things that make up the bulk of my pre this current moment of obsession zombie knowledge right um Shaun of the Dead it was a little too campy okay but not in the way like I don't think I was expecting it to be campy I literally knew nothing about it except Chad said hey you should watch this movie okay and then he bought it for me so I don't know if I was just not expecting it to be what it was maybe I thought it was a real zombie movie right and not like a campy comedic zombie movie right um, it reminded me of that time in high school when we were on our way to um, a drama conference, uh-huh. and somebody put on *Cannibal* the musical. It's so good, it's so good. And I didn't know what to expect, but what I was expecting, they were like, "Hey, it's the guys who do *South Park*." Right. So I think I was expecting *South Park*. Well, that I movie, was not expecting what it was. That movie also starts with more violence in the first two minutes than happens in any of the rest of the movie. And I, at the time, was not, like, I didn't watch horror movies. Right. I wasn't, I couldn't do the gore. Now, I've been watching Walking Dead. I can handle the gore. Right. But I also made it through all, what, seven seasons of Sons of Anarchy? Right. So, right. yeah, gore, gore I can do now. But, right. Um, so, yeah, you know, at the time, I couldn't, you know, I, I couldn't do the gore, um, blood, guts, all that stuff. But right. I'm, I'm, I guess I'm more desensitized to it now. Right. Great. Um, yeah. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So now, so you saw uh, Evil Dead, Evil Dead Two, Army of Darkness. Of course. Um, I think I saw Dra- Drag Me, Drag to, Me Hell. to Hell, which is also zombies. Um, you know, it's been a while. I don't know if it was zombies as much as I remember. There was a scene with a séance and a goat. Okay, so satanic possession, perhaps. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, it was very Evil Dead, Army of Darkness. Right. You know, it fell into the same right. You know, vibe. Right. Um, yeah, it's been a while since I've seen it. It was actually really good. Yeah, that's I, what, I remember really, you saying really that. enjoyed that movie. Yeah, yeah. I ha- I have, I've also again. not seen that. So. You should see that one. Um, now, okay, so now let's get into the more serious zombie movies. Have you seen Dawn of the Dead? Nope. Okay. Uh, Night of the Living Dead? Nope. That one, the allegory is a little thick. Okay. The one guy fighting against all the white zombies is this black guy. Oh, okay. And it's like... It's exactly the allegory you think that that would be in the, in the '60s of that kind of thing. Yep. But all of George Romero's, who did of the dead, right? Except for everything, except for Sean of the dead, right? Um, 
all of his zombie movies, like, the zombies are symbolic of something. Okay. Like, for instance, Dawn of the Dead takes place almost entirely in a mall. And so the symbolism is, like, the zombies are consumers and stuff. Okay. Very 70s sort of, like, yeah. whatever. Um, they remade Dawn of the Dead uh, and uh, in, like, 2003 or so. And um, it was it was good. Um, 28 Days Later, though, is a really... No? Uh, nope, nope. Look, I'll, I'll make it easy on you. Uh-huh. We, we've covered I've them. seen the Evil Dead <laughs> and I saw about five to ten minutes of Shaun of the Dead. Okay. I wonder if Shaun of the Dead would work better for you if you watched Dawn of the Dead and 28 Days Later. It might. 28 Days Later is a slow starter because it sort okay. of has lots of backstory. Okay. Um, but, and, and there's also some implausibility about the where the zombies, zombies come from. <laughs> Um, you know, it's, it's the kind of thing where like, they, they're like, no, 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 we can make it seem, seem like the science works out. But then you think about it for two seconds. You're like, that doesn't, that doesn't make a lick of sense. Basically that the zombies are infected with rage. So. I mean, it makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, they get a really serious British guy to say it. So you're like, yep, that adds up. Yeah. Um, but I wonder if, cause I think as far as I understand it, and I've never seen Shaun of the Dead, but as far as I understand it, Shaun of the Dead is, is taking a sort of poking fun of what if that happened in Britain? What if 28 Days Later and Dawn of the Dead happened in an English town? It might well so, be. <laughs> I think, I think, I, I think that's, what I've, that's what I've gathered from it in any, way, in any case. So perhaps uh, you might uh, find that that helps your enjoyment or hurts it. Maybe you'll, maybe you just, I mean, I, I, I'm trying to push the idea that perhaps some movies just aren't for someone, no matter how much they're well-loved and, and whatever. Yep. Some shows aren't, all, all of that stuff. Just because most of the people like it doesn't mean that everyone has to like it and that they're wrong if they don't. It's true. Which is a weird thing to bring up on a podcast about being obsessed with things, but there it is. Not everybody's obsessed with the same thing. There it is. Yeah, that's, that's true. That's very true. Um, so I'm going to take a break. And I okay. want to give you, um, I brought three quizzes, zombie-related quizzes. Excellent. Two of them are similar to each other. Okay. Um, so I'm going to give you the choice. We're going to do one of the similar ones. We're going to do, and I'm going to, I'm going to turn the computer okay. away from you so you can't cheat. Okay. I don't know how you cheat, but um, your options are, these are both BuzzFeed quizzes. How long would you survive in a zombie apocalypse? Okay. Or... Will you survive the zombie apocalypse? I'll tell you about seven seconds and nope. Okay. <laughs> um, let's go with would I survive? All right. Will you survive? Okay. Pick a tactic. Panic, run, drink, hide, fortify, or find the cure. Um, I mean, it's a toss-up between panic and run. Okay. We'll go with panic. I okay. mean, let's be completely honest. Okay. We'll go with panic. All right. Pick a weapon. Shotgun, baseball bat, sniper rifle, explosives, flamethrower, samurai sword, machete, assault rifle, or cricket bat. I'll let you look at that. Flamethrower. Flamethrower? There is no question. No question. Okay. You well, are... That's what you want to give a panicked person, Fair, right, is a right. flamethrower. That's true. Have you seen Zombieland? No. We already covered that you've... No. I have not. I think you might like Zombieland. I feel like I vaguely recognize that movie name. Yeah. It has Jesse Eisenberg and Woody Harrelson in it. I like Woody Harrelson. And, and Emma Stone. Oh, I'm in. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's really good. I own it. I'll, I'll lend it to you. Okay. Uh, number three. You are trapped by a host of zombies. Is host of zombies the collective? 
Uh, Zombies Run uses Swarm. Walking Dead uses Herd. I don't know if there is. I'm sure a so. Correct. Someone at Oxford knows. Probably. For sure. And if he doesn't, he has a British accent, and he'll make it sound like he does. I mean, yeah, the, uh, a rage of zombies. Yep. <laughs> okay. What? So, what do you do? Uh, you are trapped by a host or herd or swarm of zombies or rage of zombies. Flamethrower. Attack on your own, probably sealing your fate, but giving others a chance to escape. Nope. Give up. It's not going to work. You might as well accept your fate. Nah. Keep drinking. It's worked so far. Climb to the roof and make a risky aerial escape. Nope. Try to fight your way out. Or barricade yourself in and pray the army will arrive. Where's the option for flamethrower? I think that's try to fight your way out. I'm probably more likely to barricade myself and pray. Okay. But I'm going to hold the flamethrower really hard. Okay. All right. So we'll pick barricade yourself in and pray the army will arrive. But you know, if I have a flamethrower, I'm going to use it. Nor, I mean, my gut instinct says barricade myself, but that never works for anybody, and I've got a flamethrower. So you know what? Let's attack them. All right. Try to fight We're your way. try to fight. Okay. Where do you go first? I'm assuming this means once you see that zombies are coming. Okay. Roof, pub, subway tunnels, park, basement, or street? I mean, basement probably makes the most sense. Okay. They're probably least likely. They're, it's not a public space, so there will be fewer zombies. Right. So you'll probably survive longer in your own basement. I'm assuming, are we going with assume this is your own basement? I, yeah, sure. And not, like, find a random basement? Right. Because a random basement could be built on top of a graveyard, which would be bad for zombies rising right. from the grave. But And also you'd have to go out in public to get to said random basement. Right. So basement? I mean, it's kind of between basement and subway tunnels. Okay. Um... Yeah, probably basement first, but then when I realize that, you know, I'm out of food and stuff, then yeah. maybe we head for the subway tunnels. Or go to subway. Or go to subway. Okay. Who is in your crew? Who is in your crew? No one. You ride alone. Anyone. Take what you can get. Best friend. You have each other's back. Family. The most important. Carefully chosen crew. To survive, there is no other option. Or lover. Love will keep you safe. Blah. We're going to go with carefully chosen because that encompasses family and best friends. Right. And okay. also take whoever you can get. I mean, if, if there's a guy with a crossbow. Sure. He can join me. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Uh, question number six. A member of your group falls behind and is grabbed by the zombies. Grabbed. What do you do? Get your whole crew to turn around and fight them off. Shoot them in the head. It's the most merciful way. Try and pick off the surrounding zombies. Run. They're done for either way. Take a long drink from your hip flask and keep moving. Or hurl yourself into the melee, freeing your friend regardless of the danger to yourself. We'll go... I mean, well, I've got a flamethrower, so it's going to be hard to pick off the surrounding zombies without hitting my friend. But we'll say I'm really good with a flamethrower. Okay. I'm going to try to pick off the surrounding zombies. Surgical strike of the flamethrower. Yeah. Okay. How would you get food? Uh, Subway Target. doesn't appear to... Target does not appear to be... Well, let's see Let's see if we can make Target work. Okay. Foraging. At Target. Raiding other survivors. At Target. Hunting. At Target. Fishing. There's fish at Target. Okay, fair enough. Canned food. Now that's Target. That's Target. Or pets. I'm not going to eat my dog. 
You could. I, I'm going to take pets to mean let your dog lead you to food. Yeah, that's not going to happen either. He's <laughs> he's very sweet. But... <clears throat> okay. <laughs> um, we'll go with canned food because Target. Okay, canned food. Also, it it lasts longer. Yeah. All right. You can also throw them at zombies if yeah. if you need to, or like open the can and, and use cut them. like ninja yep. throwing stars. Yeah. Now we're thinking. Now we're thinking. Yep. Number eight: A zombie is attacking you. It is the reanimated corpse of your own mother who birthed you, raised you, and loved you. Your mo- the mother that birthed you, raised you, and loved you. Not, not the other. Not the other mother. Right. Okay. Um, what do you do? Shoot it in the head. I'm 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 disturbed by the it's in this. Well, question. because by the time it's a zombie, it's not that person anymore. It looks like that person. Yeah. But it's literally a reanimated corpse living. You know that is powered completely by instinct to feed. Feed your, me sandwiches? On, on, no. Feed oh. on your flesh. Oh. And Will rice. it do my laundry? Probably not. Have, uh. you, have you seen trailers for The Walking Dead? Zombies are really dirty. But, all right, all right. So, shoot it in the head. Stab it in the head. Try and get away without actually killing it. Let it bite you. It's too much now. What's the point in living anyway? I can, I'm getting a good Freudian feeling of this <laughs> yep. Luke Bailey who wrote this quiz. Okay. Or get someone else to kill it so you don't have to. Where's the option for drinking? Because drinking seems to be another prevalent theme in this quiz. I think uh, this one doesn't have it. He's oh. serious about the mother question. Okay. Um, I don't have a knife. I have a flamethrower. Right. So I can't stab it in the head. You could sharpen the flamethrower. Oh, I, stab oh, it I with... have a can. I have canned <laughs> food. There you no, go. I'm going to go with shoot it in the head. Okay. It just, it, it seems... Quicker, less messy. I know we probably have limited ammunition, right. but I, I'm willing to risk a bullet uh-huh. um, to avoid having my own mother eat my brains. Okay, fair enough. Good. That seems efficient. Number nine. Where do you want to end up? Alleged safe zone, pub, army base, forest, boat, or desert? Target. That would be um, <laughs> Army Base. Army Base seems like the place that makes the most sense. Okay. I mean, they've got basically, it's like a small, it's like a little town. It's got everything you would need. No, we have to make sure and that And also lots of guns. Army is not zombies. True. We will, for the sake of the question, can we go ahead and assume that the army has not been turned? Okay. We will, we will click Army Base. The Army Base is not run by zombies. Okay. Your answer, will you survive... The zombie apocalypse? You got survival easily. You know what? It's only, it's because I lied about all of my answers. I would cry <laughs> like a little girl, I would hide under my covers, and I would get eaten. Alright, it says, Your rational attitude and excellent decision making mean that you're going to make it through. You're such a strong leader that everyone you've met will be safe too. Thanks. <laughs> you will... You'll... You'll will probably... <laughs> He was going to go with the contraction, but then he decided against it. But then he left it anyway. Right. Grammar! Um, a protracted contraction. You will probably go on the rule... Go on the rule of the world after the collapse of society. This thing doesn't know me at all, does it? Uh, I, I, I mean, I have no comment on that. No, you've known me long enough? <laughs> this thing doesn't know me at all, does it? I mean, no. I'm not going to rule the world. You might rule the world. You might not do it happily. Yeah, okay, fair. All right, so that was quiz number one. I have two more quizzes. Should we space them out? Yeah, we should space them out. <coughs> okay. All right, so 
Uh, we talked about Zombie Run. Zombies Run. Zombies Run. Zombies Run. Zombies Run. Uh-huh. There's any way of... And also Zombies Ski. Yes, and we talked about Zombies Ski, Zombie. which I believe is patent pending. Okay. Um, I, I think Six to Start, the company that did Zombies Run, uh-huh. is, is working on Zombies Ski. Oh, okay. That seems like a good use of their time. Yeah. All right, so what else you got for us? Um, so the... Let's see... Okay, so going along with zombies run, right. I spent this morning Googling zombie runs okay. for this area. Like uh-huh. 5Ks, where people dress up like zombies and chase you around an obstacle course. Right. Um, Are you allowed a flamethrower? I don't think so, because they're actors. And uh, they probably don't actually want to eat your brains, so you probably shouldn't actually flamethrower them. Right. Um, because they were told that that's bad luck and it might affect their next show? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So what did you find? Are you going to do one? There is one at the end of October in a town near us. I don't know. I might. Okay. That could be fun. If if I can find somebody to do it with me. But I don't know if I know anybody who wants to be chased by zombies around an obstacle course in the mud, rain or shine for three miles and change. My big, well, the three miles and change. I mean, I think think that might be the weekend that I'm out of town. Yes, it is. Um, But uh, one of my big things is I don't like to be chased. Isn't that weird? Like that is like um, Kristen, my wife was watching. Um, uh, I uh, what was it? I know what you did last summer okay. recently for her movie project. Um, and there's a scene where Sarah Michelle Gellar is like trying to get her friend's attention in a store, mm-hmm. and her friend's like, "All right, I'm coming. Hold on. Oops, I forgot the keys." And meanwhile, the dude is like slowly walking up, and I'm like, "Break the window! Just do." I don't, just get in, get in, get in, get in. I don't like it. I don't like going upstairs when the guy's like swiping your feet. So. Yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, that is like one of those scenarios in TV and movies that like ratchets up my, like I can feel my shoulders creeping up on my ears, but I don't know. See, and the thing is, I really hate haunted houses because I don't like things jumping out at me. So this may be a terrible plan. Yeah. Is it at night? I don't think so, because it's an obstacle course with, like, the inflatable, like, bounce house-style obstacles, right. and, like, scaling, like, a rope wall, and... Yeah. yeah. So I don't think it's at night. Yeah. There is one that is, I believe, at night. They're not doing it this year, um, but it's at what used to be an old prison that I think now they rent out for, um, I guess, stuff like this, and, like art shows and stuff uh-huh. and it's through that yeah, and that nope. one I believe is at night nope. and there's a part of me that's like man that's awesome but a bigger part of me is like you would die nope. like you would probably have a heart attack before the race even started yeah prisons are too close to sanitariums yep and House on Haunted Hill is the scariest movie of all time yep so that's a no for me yeah um <laughs> uh, I it, it that just makes it worse cause yeah. it's like oh yeah no I'm that that there's a whole section. I was actually surprised. You watched um, American Horror Story Asylum, right? I did not watch Asylum. Oh. I watched a couple episodes. I watched up until Emma Roberts died on Coven. Okay. And then I was like, ugh, so bored. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spoiler. Emma <laughs> Roberts. It's like two, three episodes in. Right. Um. And I was I was bored. I was not engaged in anything happening in that season. I did watch Freak Show. Okay. Which, given my history of massive fear of clowns, I wasn't sure how it was going to go. Yeah. It went okay. Yeah. Um, But I I did not watch Asylum. Because I I have kind of the same thing about asylums and sanitariums. There's like, they're really sad and also really fucking terrifying. Yeah. 
Um, I watched some of that um, with Kristen, and it was okay. Okay. Uh, it was. It was okay. Um, more okay than I thought it was going to be because it was. It turned out to be more character-driven situation yeah. stuff than than I thought it was going to be. So okay. um, it was better than better than that. There also. Um, I don't know if this is a spoiler or not, but like, there's a weird alien section of it. All right. So I was like, sort of taken out of it, which helped. Okay. So, um, so yeah, um, but yeah, I, I'm not, I'm not going into a prison, you know, during the daytime with actual living inmates. Um, yeah. Not because I think they're like, it's just because that kind of the whole thing makes me yeah. freaked out. Like the idea of I accidentally get like mistaken for a prisoner and like thrown in prison and all this stuff so that's a no that's uh that, yeah i mean like yeah and then trying to hurry through it while people are chasing me Ugh, that's... yeah that's one that i mean it, excuse me like i said it's not gonna happen this year yeah but i don't know i mean it sounds really awesome like it sounds like a super awesome race yeah that i would probably prefer to be a spectator at. right or possibly one of the zombie volunteers okay like i think that i could dress up like a zombie and chase other people yeah don't know if I would want to be the one being chased. You know, it'd be fun. I wonder if they have people that do this. If you dress up as a participant in the race, but then like you're like bending over to tie your shoe, mm-hmm. and then when someone comes by you, you like stand up, and suddenly you're a zombie. God, that'd be so fun. That would be kind of awesome. So they're like, "Oh, that person's tying their shoe," and they're like, "No, I'm gonna eat your brains," and then you kill them. You don't the, do that. Yeah, no, you don't, don't do that. Don't unless don't it's run. with a flamethrower. Right. Um, that's, that's probably, that's probably best. If you kill someone, kill them with a flamethrower. Right. But don't, don't, don't kill people. Mm-hmm. Hey, Aaron, okay. what, what's that that you're drinking? <laughs> nice segue, James. Thank Very you. subtle. Thank you. Um, I was at the grocery store the other day and I found this, it's a hard cider with honey and cherry added. Okay. Um, and it's called Zombie Killer. Okay. And I, it grabbed my eye because of the label. Sure. Um, which is a cherry... Uh-huh. Um, killing an apple with a sword. Yeah. But it's like a cherry killing a zombie apple. Yep, that, that, um, that is what that looks like. And, yeah, and, and the name, those grabbed me, and then I read what it actually was, and I like hard cider, so I bought one, and yeah. now I'm really super into it, and I drink it while I watch The Walking Dead. Perfect, perfect. Yeah. So, now, I've never seen The Walking Dead. The, okay, so the way Kevin tells this, Kevin's my husband, the way he tells this I watched the very beginning, like the pre-credits, very first scene of The Walking Dead, back when we lived in the condo with our old roommates. And the very first zombie that you see in the entire series is like a six-year-old girl. Right. Like Dawn of the Dead. Right. And I... That that, that is... Spoiler, that's also how Dawn of the Dead starts. Okay. That's good to know. um, Because apparently when I watched it, I was like, nope. And I left the room and never went back to watching it. It's only going into season six now, and Kevin and I haven't lived with those roommates since before we got married, which was seven years ago next month. So I'm not entirely sure I buy his timeline. Um, I'm now... uh, But I have seen that opening scene before, so it's entirely possible that he's right and I'm wrong. Uh, It says that it premiered on Halloween of 2010. Okay, well, we got married in 2008. Okay. And stopped living in that place when, like, a month or two before we got married. Okay. Because they got, they got married in August, so we moved out before they got married. So a couple months before. So now, now you've watched it, so you've seen that scene before. I have seen that scene before. I think it was maybe a trailer. 
Okay. I think it was in one of the trailers before it started, and we watched the commercial, and I said, nope, nope, nope to puss, and did not even try okay. again. But I got it into my head last week that I should probably watch Walking Dead, because right. I'm super into zombies right now, right. apparently. Right. Um, and it's really good. I'm halfway through season three. Right. Because... Friday night, I watched like seven episodes in a row. Sure. And last night, I watched four or five. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> and I've been watching one every day while the kids are napping. Yep. Um, and I may have watched one on my phone while the girls were playing on the playground this afternoon. Uh huh. Yep. All this checks um, out. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. <laughs> AKA so, um, modern parenting television consumption. For the win. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I'm really enjoying it. Okay. They. There was one character, and you've probably seen my, my Facebook statuses yeah, I don't. related to this. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to spoil anything, even though I'm pretty sure I'm the only person who wants to watch Walking Dead who has not seen it yet, except for maybe James. Uh, I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna, I might throw it in the bin with Game of Thrones, Mad Men. And yeah, and see, what's interesting, so Game of Thrones, too gory for me. Sons of Anarchy, Walking Dead, American Horror Story Freak Show, I can do that. Is it the real world versus fantasy world? Yep. Yeah. Yep, it's that game of, like, I know that people did actually get beheaded with their heads put up on pikes and stuff. Right. Like, that's a thing that actually happened. Yeah. Whereas, zombies is not a thing that actually has happened yet. Right, okay. Oh, so, oh, so Game of Thrones is too real. Game of Thrones is a very real type of violence. Yeah. Whereas, the rest of it is, like, I, I realize that Sons of Anarchy is real world, and that type of violence probably happens too, but it's yeah. so, like, they pull people's eyeballs out yeah. with their bare hands. Right. That probably does happen, yeah. and it was super gross, and I couldn't watch it the second time it happened. Right. But it's not something that I, like, I don't know. It's, it seems so sensational that it's not something that I can actually... Right wrap my head around as being a thing that actually happens. That's that's really interesting because what I was saying was that Game of Thrones takes place in a in a in a non-real place. Yes, and as I was saying, yeah, yeah. that's totally right. I'm yeah. like, nope, nope, you're not answering the question he's asking, Aaron. Um, but yeah, so so yeah, I mean, I I, I don't know. Um, I mean, I like I, you know, I, I like the people that, that I know that like that show, I trust their judgment and stuff, but... Game of Thrones or uh, Walking Dead? All of Game of Thrones, Walking Dead, uh, Sons of Anarchy, um, uh, Mad Men. Um, Mad Men's another one I couldn't get into. Yeah. Kevin watched it, and, I mean, it was fine, but I, it was one of those shows where, like, I would pay attention for five minutes and then spend the rest of the episode checking Facebook. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. It, 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 I don't know if you have to have a, a, a nostalgia for the time period that I just don't have. Maybe. It may also be that I didn't start with the first episode. Right. I kind of came in after he'd already been watching it some, yeah. so I didn't really know exactly what was going yeah. on, but I didn't have a desire to go back and yeah. find out. Yeah. Okay, so those are things that we're not obsessed with. But <laughs> <laughs> um, Okay, so so um, Walking Dead you're going to keep with. Yeah, gonna, gonna it's really with. good. Yeah, there's there was a character I really didn't like mm -hmm. who ends up dying okay. in season three. Yay! Um, which was great, but she died in a manner that was a little triggering for me okay. um, personally, and I can't say why without revealing spoilers who it is and, and revealing yeah. who it is and all. Yeah. Um, but it, it it was... That part I was a little bit like, oh, I was really looking forward to like a gory zombies eating her type of death because oh. I really disliked her. And, she, like, and then she dies in like this... 
not quite that, but like she does in this very real world way. Right. Um, that she gets sent to Iraq. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was rough. Iraq is just total zombie it's, wasteland you, in this show. You'd think that we would, we would, we don't have to get into that. <laughs> <laughs> there are rifts to be had, but we won't have to get yeah. into that. That's um, <laughs> but, but no, it's so, you know, her, her dying off kind of wasn't as awesome for me as I had hoped it would be. Because uh, I, knew, I knew she was going to die. People had told me she would. Because I posted on Facebook, I really hate this character. Do I have to start liking her or does she stay this terrible forever? Right. And everybody was like, nope, she's the worst. You're okay to keep hating her. Yeah. And also she's going to die. Well, Which, yeah, but... And see, I like spoilers. Yeah. And I know a lot of people don't, but I'm, I have a friend who has watched Walking Dead, and so she's the one I go to so that I don't overspoil myself. Okay. Because um, I don't want to Google something like, how does this character die? And then right. find out a bunch of other stuff right. that I don't want to know. His um, twin kills him. Exactly. What? <laughs> um, so she, she tells me the spoilers that I want to know okay. without telling me the ones that I don't. Oh, fancy. Do you want yeah. a shout out? Yeah. Uh, this, this is my friend Mel, um, who is... You know, she's going to be watching the new season of Walking Dead with me. Okay. She's, get, she's getting herself caught up now. Okay. Um, so thank you, Mel, for being my my uh, my Walking Dead Wikipedia um, and not over-spoilering me. Yeah. Even when I ask you to. Right. Because you know I don't actually want to know everything uh, yet. Uh. But yeah. Cool. Cool. Well, that sounds awesome. And are you looking forward to the new season of iZombie? I am. We just we just like last week finished the first season. Yeah, I remember you. Remember when I came over to watch Orphan Black? It was just sitting there, yep. just sitting there, complete. Cause, yep, because <laughs> we watched a few episodes and we had to stream them because yeah. we hadn't gotten like I hadn't gotten the DVR set up, so we had to stream them. And then we watched a couple, and I think it's because we were streaming them on the iPad. But I was like, oh, this isn't really like it's good. But, like, I thoroughly enjoyed each episode as we were watching it, but yeah. then at the end of the episode, neither one of us felt compelled to watch the next one. Right, right. So it took us a while, um, and I think we missed one or two episodes. Okay. Um, like, maybe the fourth and fifth episode, maybe just the fourth Oh, those are the key episodes. Well, we, we managed I'm, to... I know. I'm just I, <laughs> yeah, we, we managed to figure out what had happened. Right. Um, it was the one where the kid that Major was... Uh, working with went missing. Okay, um, like we missed well, that episode. That's a pretty big plot point. It's a pretty big plot point, but it's they, also they also previously owned it a lot. They previously owned it, and also they're like, so about that kid who went missing. You know that kid. You know Major. Yeah, Major, <laughs> that kid that went missing. Um, so it was really easy to pick that yeah. back up. But yeah, so we you know we got back into it. We finished watching it. Um, kind of ended on a cliffhanger. Yeah, it was kind of like a double reverse back. Cliff, like it was like oh that's so that's gonna be the cliffhanger oh no that's yep. gonna nope. uh, oh no that's okay. gonna be the cliffhanger yep. that which is yep. kind of a fun little thing because it keeps you guessing yep. and 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 I like that yeah yeah it was it was good it's a very different type of wa- uh, zombie show that, right. than Walking Dead is right because sort of Veronica Mars the zombie show yeah it's like if Veronica Mars was a zombie and right. worked in a morgue right instead of being a private eye right. But kind of is also a private eye because she solves crime, right? Even though she works in a morgue. I think that one of the one of the majors that you have to do if you're going to be a creative writing person and write for television is figure out how your person who shouldn't be doing police work ends up doing police work. Yeah, because it's you know your castles, your eye zombies, yep. your 
Uh, did you? Did you? You, didn't, you probably didn't watch Forever. Did you watch Forever? No. Immortal guy, immortal medical examiner. Oh, good. Um, <laughs> solves crimes. Uh, it was good, but it got canceled. Wicked, wicked canceled. Okay, um, fair. So yeah, but I'm looking forward to uh, iZombie um, coming back. Yeah, Did, when when does that come back? Uh, I believe it comes back soon. I hope uh, soon. I actually can I can tell you right now. Um, clicking on on podcasts is something that I've been doing more and more. It's sort of a bad habit. But uh, that's okay. Uh, I'm sorry. iZombie comes back on October 6th. Okay. On so the soon. CW. A couple weeks. Yeah. Did you know that iZombie was based on a comic book? I did. A graphic novel. A, a graphic yes. novel. Okay. Uh, I'm not sure. I think it might be a comic book. Is it a comic book? Okay. Uh, I'm not sure. I don't think, because I don't think, I think what actually is the distinction between a comic book and a graphic novel is uh, publishing frequency. Right. So. Is I, it all published I, at once versus right. like serial? Right. And I think that iZombie is serial. Okay. I think it might be independent. Okay. Um, like, it's not on Marvel or yeah. DC or whatever. Um, it might be Dark Horse. We could probably look that up, but I've done enough Dark Google. Horse sounds familiar. All right. Well, now we have to look did, it up. Now, did you know that The Walking Dead is also based on a graphic novel? I did know I that. just learned that. I did know that. I had forgotten it up until just now, but uh, yeah. Did you find it? Oh, I'm, I'm clicking right now. Oh, it's DC Comics. Oh, I, it is DC. It's, 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 but it's, it's the Vertigo imprint. So on the oh, comic okay. it says Vertigo, but it's actually put out by DC Comics. Got so, it. Got it. So, um, yeah. But then The Walking Dead, we have to look that up now. And that one I'm pretty sure is a graphic novel, not a comic book. Um, but, you know, the, the whole graphic comic book thing, that's not a medium that has ever really worked well for me. It's a comic book. It started oh. in uh, 2003 uh, Image Comics, which is one of the more independent uh, uh, huh. comic book uh, groups. Yeah, comics and graphic novels, it, like, it's not that I don't have an appreciation for them, because I do. It's just not a medium that I personally, that, that personally works for me. Right. Um, I... And I can't really explain it. Yeah. I feel like it loses a lot. Like, I need either actual, like, written paragraphs, uh-huh. like a novel. Right. Or I need to see it in front of me. In motion? Mo- in right. motion right. moving pictures. But sure. I, I feel like it, for me, it yeah. loses, and, I, and, you know, it's nothing against graphic novels or comics or whatever. Right. Um, Chad keeps asking me, can I give you this one? I think you'd really like it. I'm like, no, because right. I'm not going right. to read it. Right. Um. You know, I'm sorry, but... I'm not Nothing that we say here is any in any way saying, if you like that, don't like that. It's, it's the, true. Quite the opposite. If you like something, like it as hard as you possibly can. And tell us about it so that we can figure out if we like it or not. Yeah, I mean, if you, if you tweet at us and tell me to read a graphic novel that you're really super into, then... I might give it a shot. You might, you might if find it's available online for free. <laughs> um. You might find that graphic novels appeal to you more than comic books, though, because they have that more of true. a well, a novel aspect to them, yeah. um, and so they might they're they're sort of more, in, you know, geared toward they're basically like illustrated novels. I mean, yeah. I know that's duh, but like, yeah. the, in terms of like story setup and like. If a character dies, they can be dead. They don't have to come right. back in the next, you know, volume of the whatever. So. Yeah. Mel has the Walking Dead gra- graphic novel. Did we it's a, she probably has comics, the, comics. It's a comic, so it's a trade paper. Yeah, book. okay. Yeah. So, she, so she has that, but like in PDF form. Okay, yeah. She had sent me like one, like a screenshot of one page. Yeah. And it was a whole bunch of zombies encroaching and somebody holding a gun. Yeah. And then like one little line that is... 
you know, basically comes out to, oh shit. Yeah. But, and I'm, I'm looking at it, I'm like, it just, it loses something. Yeah. Like, I don't feel that tension ratcheting right. up when so-and-so is being encroached on by zombies because they're, I mean, frankly, yeah. they're kind of cartoony. Right. Um, and... Yeah. You don't actually see them encroaching because it's pictures. And I will say, in defense of comics, um, a good artist and a good, uh, like, layout artist mm-hmm. will, will be able to achieve what you're, what you're missing. And, that's probably, and that is probably true. I believe that. Um, and that's not to say that The Walking Dead isn't, <laughs> isn't a good artist or whatever. I think I'm a hard sell on it. It's a medium that I've tried a yeah. couple times. I got the Outlander graphic novel. Okay. Um, I loved the books, loved the TV show, got the graphic novel mostly to support the author, and also I wanted to see the pretty pictures. Sure. And I flipped through it. I looked at the pretty pictures, and I put it on a shelf. Yeah. I just I could, it, it didn't work as well for me in that form as yeah. it did in novel form or television form. I'm loving the TV show. Yeah. But... It's yeah, that that there's some things that don't work for in the in the comic book medium, and and that's okay. Yeah. Um, but I, I do find that some artists draw more cartoony, and it's really interesting. You'll 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 see a lot of discussion online about like you know oh this artist is good, no this artist is is not so good. But it's really weird when when like a comic book like X Men will switch over to a different artist, and then you know a character that you know as being looking one way mm-hmm. will suddenly look all weird. Like, there's this character, Beast. Yeah, I know Beast. Beast, yeah. X-Men is about the only okay. superhero franchise that I'm gonna know a lot more right. of the characters you're talking about. So there's, like, you know, hairy, normal, whatever Beast. Yeah. And then, like, um, there was a comic book series called The Astonishing X-Men. Okay. Where, where they drew Beast who to look like a like a well-groomed cat. Nope. It was weird. That doesn't work for me. Um, yeah. I, I mean, I, I, it was apparent, like, I think, um... Joss Whedon wrote the first uh, couple, like, 20, 20 issues or whatever, so okay. um, people gave it a lot of, you know, time yeah. and, and whatever, but, like, that always bugged me, because I was like, that, he looks like a cat, like, he had the weird, you know, it's a visual thing, but he had the, like, cat's mouth, yep, yep. where it's, like, like, weird. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. And it was like, this is really, really odd. So, yeah. um, and then, of course, um, in the movies, Kelsey Grammer is made up to basically look like Kelsey Grammer who needs a haircut and has blue face. Yes. And that's really weird, too. Yes, I agree. My first experience with X-Men was the cartoon yeah. back in the 90s. Yep, the 90s. The yep. 90s. My brother and I would watch that together. And, yeah, so I expect them all to look like that. And that's so I've had a hard time, I had a hard time with the movies because yeah. the, the costuming was not what I expected. Sure. Even though it worked just fine. Yeah. And honestly, it worked better than what I was expecting right. would have. Right. It's still, you know, I, I, there was that little bit of nostalgia aspect that yeah. didn't work for me. Right. And the, I mean, and they did, I don't remember which movie it was. I've only seen, I've seen the first, I don't know, I've seen a, a I've number I've seen of, up to, but not including Wolverine. Okay, I haven't seen Wolverine. I've seen X-Men, X2, X3, and... I may have only seen the first two. I don't think I knew there was a third. Uh, I haven't seen Days of Future Past. I know I saw, I saw um, uh, the the school one, um, X-Men Academy or something. Okay. Um, I can't think of what it's called. And people people M- who are Mutant listening... Mutant Charm School? Yes, Mutant Charm School. Hogwarts for Mutants, I think is what it's called. Right. Yeah. Um, uh, now it's really going to bug me. I'm not going to look it up, though. Uh, the one where they go to school, and then this one, Days of Future Past, unites the cast of the old one okay. with the cast of the new one. So, okay. like, um, the guy who plays Charles Xavier walking 
in the old ones. Okay. In like the in the prequel one. Okay. Will unite with Patrick Stewart from the new ones in like a time travel sort of deal. Okay. So I haven't seen that one yet. But time right? travel. Why didn't I watch that? I think I was supposed to watch it, but then my friend and Mark and I ran out of time. Okay. Um. Anyways, so uh, I think in it has to be in like the first one or two X Men movies because I haven't seen it recently. They make a reference to Wolverine's yellow and black costume. Yes, it's in the first one. Yeah. He says something about, what, no spandex? Yeah. Or, you know, what, what is this outfit? And they're like, what, you want a yellow and black spandex? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which is kind of a nice little yes. little thing. That's um, like the little, you know, we know you guys wanted the yellow and black spandex, yeah. but you really didn't want right. the yellow. You only think you wanted the yellow right. and black spandex. exactly. But we're going to give you this. Yeah. Um, it's weird to, to have to make a, um, you know, a live-action version yeah. of a cartoon. Um, so, anyways... I, I know that you you said that you don't uh, that you're not into comic books. This is a good segue, though. I brought. Um, it turns out uh, I was going to go to the library and um, and see if they had the trade paperback of Marvel Zombies. Okay. Um, but it turns out that in 2005 I bought the first issue of Marvel Zombies. Oh, good. Um, and I knew that I probably had because I remembered being like, nope, too gory, and didn't buy any more. And it's had a life of its own. Like this is a one through five limited series. Oh wow! And then they they rebooted it and they did she all this says, stuff. She knows what that means. That means like it's not a series. <laughs> it's like it's over after five issues. They don't. Oh, okay. It's not like something you can subscribe to or whatever. Got it. Okay. I looked this up on a on a um, if you want to sell your comics, how much can you sell them for? Uh huh. It's worth nine bucks. Wow. I was like, yeah. And you probably bought it for what, like three? Uh yeah, three dollars exactly right. Two ninety nine. Look at me. Um, so uh, I know how much paper's worth. This is. Um, I'm not going to say you're going to like it, um, but uh, like they have like all, basically Marvel Zombies is. See, this is the Wasp Zombie turning Magneto into a zombie. Oh, so this is like Marvel superheroes and villains are zombies become zombies, right? Oh, now see, I feel like superhero stuff. I could probably do better. In the, the comic form, yeah. then I can things like Outlander right. or The Walking Dead, especially when I've already seen whatever, like either read the novel or seen the TV show that the that was based on the comic. Right. I already have in my head what it's supposed right. to be, and so seeing it yeah. in a slightly more cartoony form doesn't work as well for me. That's not so like, kill a zombie. There's Daredevil getting a uh, an iron beam through his uh, body. Yep. Um, so yeah, I mean, they did a whole bunch of things, and this is super, super gory. But uh, I, I thought you, I thought you might. I'm going to lend it to you, and you can look through it if you want. Yeah, awesome. Um, and uh, yeah, so Marvel Zombies is something that I thought of when when you were on your zombie kick. <laughs> um, and uh, and if you're interested, I, I know for a fact that they did this run and at least one other, um, and it became a whole life of its own um, at toward you know by the. This is so. This is ten years ago. Yeah, um, it's had several runs now. So they ended up doing more than just the five right issues. Well, okay. no, it was, it was like this five issue run ended, and then like a couple years later they did it again. I don't think they called it Return to Marvel Zombies or whatever, but like <laughs> um, sort of uh, Marvel Zombies Part Two. Right, exactly. That was what they. That's what they called it. So it's interesting to me that you say it's too gory, and I'm looking at this and I'm like, I don't really see that much gore. Well, this was this was 2005. Well, so yeah. Here's a here's an advertisement for the first Pink Panther movie. Oh wow! I also saw The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Yeah. Which I think that was one that back in college when we used to use AOL Instant Messenger all the time, uh-huh. there was an ad. Yeah. That played. 
and would like randomly play. And so if I forgot to turn the sound off on my computer, it would wake me up in the middle of the night to a trailer for The Exorcism of Emily Rose. Oh my God. And maybe one of like the Ring or the Grudge movies. There's another one that did it too. And yeah, there, there were a couple times when my roommate heard me like screaming, turn it off, turn it off, turn it off. Um, but yeah, like it's funny because to me this isn't gory because it's cartoon gore. Right, right. You maybe don't want to watch Walking Dead. I mean, th- again, this was ten years ago. Yeah. So I was used to like um, Lost, which is like psychological, and yeah. someone maybe might get shot, maybe, or like taken away by black smoke, yeah. as opposed to uh, eaten on screen. So. so- you bring up Lost. Yeah. I only saw a few episodes. Okay. I think... It, maybe I saw most of season one. Okay. Um, Kevin watched the whole thing. I didn't get into it enough to pick it back up when he did. Okay. But Walking Dead, I feel like... And somebody may disagree with me. And I'd, I'd actually be interested to hear if people who have seen both would agree or disagree with me on this. I feel like it's very much like, hey, what if Lost had zombies? Okay. Yeah, I heard the they do like... shot, the... Flashbacks and stuff. The flashbacks, the writing, there's a lot of it, like the types of characters, like you've got, you know, the the badass loner guy, and you've got the guy who takes charge, and you've got the pretty blonde girl. Right. Um, And you've got the pregnant lady. Right. Yeah, it's, I feel like it's very Lost-esque, but with zombies. Okay. Which kind of makes me wonder if maybe I would enjoy Lost if I were to go back and try it again. I don't but know. But I also kind of feel like at this point, like, I know I'm late to the party on stuff, but I feel like the Lost ship may have sailed. I mean, I, I, I maintain that Lost is a show to be binged, and that people, if you, you know, forgive me, Lost interest. Um, <laughs> but but there, there's no there's no way to, that that's the word. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, it's not a pun, because that's just the word you use. Um, because they did a weird, like, Okay, we're coming back in six months for four episodes, and then we'll be gone again for another five months. So you'd be like, I don't remember what's going on. I don't remember who these people I don't think are. I knew they did that. Yeah, it was a weird, and then like the writer's strike was during Lost, and like oh. there was all sorts of weird stuff they did um, with like we're coming back for you know season five part two, and you're like, ugh. So um, my my mother-in-law's wife. Um, I don't know if my mother-in-law did it. Um, she binged the whole thing and loved it. And I think that Lost is made for binging. Yeah. I think that, that all of that stuff of, like, I don't remember what's going on goes away if you're like, okay, next episode, yeah. next episode. And I feel like The Walking Dead is similar to that, too. So it'll be interesting to see if I'm still as engaged once I'm only watching it once a week. Right. Um, there was, what was it? Oh, Sons of Anarchy was one that I first started watching season one when it was on Netflix. Um and binged it while I was nursing a newborn. Right. And then, you know, I think I got season two on iTunes because I couldn't wait. Yeah. Um, but then once I started catching up to it live, I, it got to a lot of where I was like, I don't, I don't follow this. I don't remember because there's all, there are all these things with drugs and guns and the club is like selling drugs and selling guns or at least moving drugs and guns and I still, like, I watched the entire series, and I paid pretty close attention, and I discovered Entertainment Weekly's uh, recaps, and that is the only reason I have any idea what happened during the last two seasons of Sons of Anarchy, besides people pulling each other's eyeballs out. Right. (laughs) You're reading the thing, okay, yep, confirmed, that eyeball got pulled out. Yes. 
Yeah, and actually, the Entertainment Weekly recaps of that one and American Horror Story Freak Show were okay. both really good. Okay. That was another one that I, I did better when I saved up a few episodes yeah. to watch all at once. Yeah. Um, but the Entertainment Weekly recaps are really good. They don't go in chronological order of what happens in the show as right. much as they're like, so we're going to talk about this character. Right. And then this is what's happening in this other storyline. Right. But not necessarily, we see this scene, and then this other scene, and then this third scene. Right. So and is that on EW.com? I think so, yeah. Okay. Yeah, if you Google, like, you know, insert show here, season whatever, yeah. re- episode recaps, yeah. it's the one that's on EW.com. I love that show, insert show here. Um, <laughs> all right, so I, that you reminded me of this graph that I saw. Okay. Uh, it's called Every Episode of The Walking Dead. Yes. Did you post this? Um, Matt Davis posted that on my Facebook. Okay, okay. Uh, it says, it has a little tiny red sliver. It says, great introduction, usually about something that happened just after or before the outbreak. Then a big yellow block of nothing happens. Yep, accurate. Then a little tiny sliver of someone does something incredibly stupid. Incredibly stupid. And then, um, I hear this kid keeps leaving a house. Is that something that... that... Yeah, Carl. Oh, <laughs> Carl. I don't like... Okay, so Rick Grimes is the main character. He right, has... the guy from Love Actually. Is he? Yeah, he's the, to me, you are perfect guy. <gasps> yeah, I have been trying to figure out why I knew him, yeah. but I didn't recognize his name yeah. except from Walking Dead, so right. I didn't IMDB him because I figured he just has a face that looks like a lot of other faces. Yeah. No, it's that guy. Yeah, Andrew. Man, it's that guy. Yep. Um, so at any rate, he has this kid who's just awful. Yeah. He's gotten better, like midway through season three, he he kind of grows a pair and stops becoming just whiny. And he like becomes, he goes through puberty. Yeah. Well, but not because he's like nine. Oh. But it's, yeah. He's like, at first he's just a whiny kid who does the exact opposite of whatever his parents, like his parents are like, stay in camp so you don't get eaten by a zombie. And he's like, maybe I should go play in the woods and see if I can find some zombies. <laughs> um, which is actually a thing that happens. Oh my God. They say stay here and he hears... Go find some zombies to play with. Bathe and barbecue. Go find some zombies to throw rocks at <laughs> and see what happens. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, midway through season, I guess beginning to midway through season three, he starts, I mean, he's still kind of whiny and a brat, but he's yeah. got, there's some personal stuff that happens right. with, you know, his parents and people he cares about dying and whatever. Right. And so he gets a little less whiny, obstinate child and a little more sullen Almost preteen. Right. So it's Harry Potter. Yeah. So, okay. So he goes from being super whiny, obnoxious, doesn't do what he's told, to being Harry Potter in the Order of the Phoenix. Right. Right. Which was the worst phase of Harry Potter, but so far is the best phase of Carl. Okay. All right. Good. Yeah. Um, Um, So, yeah. So Carl is often the someone who does something incredibly stupid. We're back to talking about the graphic (laughs) you probably forgot we were talking about. Um, You can search. What I searched was an episode of Walking Dead chart. Okay. Um, uh, so then, a bit, a little, uh, uh, bigger than the great introduction, um, but smaller than the nothing happens is holy shit zombies. Yep. Uh, in the middle of the show, and then a big long stretch after that of why do I continue to watch this show? Equal to nothing happens. Right. The previous nothing happens one. Right. Is why do I continue to watch this show? Which fair right. fair point. And then a, a sliver the size of great introduction that says crazy ass cliffhanger. Ending, and now I have to watch the next episode. Which is how I ended up watching eight episodes in a row <laughs> on Friday night until two in the morning. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. 
So The Walking Dead, you'd recommend it to me. So I would recommend it to you if you feel like you're looking for a new show to binge watch. Okay. Feeling like you could get into zombies. Okay. And are not looking for stereotypical zombies almost. Okay. So there's so I zombie is obviously not stereotypical. I zombie yeah. is very cute zombies who are basically just like normal people but with really blonde hair. Right. And too much eye makeup. Right. And They're, an unending taste for a human brain. Right. But you know, whatever. Normal people. Yeah, normal people. So they are not reanimated. Right. As much as they are infected. Very, yeah, they're yeah. infected with this virus. Right. Whereas in Walking Dead, they're more like what you would expect from zombies. The kind of slow shambling, but they're more like feral animals. Okay. So they're infected with a zombie virus, and it basically reanimates just the... Medulla oblongata? Brainstem? Uh, yeah, I think that's I'm where that is. trying to remember back to, like, Psych 101... Um, I was just remembering the water boy, which I haven't seen. Don't. It's fine. Okay, you, you are you are totally fine. Not having seen yeah, the water it's boy, it's totally not worth it. Um, but yeah, so it basically just reactivates the brainstem so that they're able to move, but yeah. they are literally running on the instinct to feed. Okay. Okay. So they're basically feral animals. There's a lot of snarling more than groaning. Uh-huh. So in Zombies Run, you get a lot... Or Zombies Run, right. you get a lot more... Like when when there are zombies chasing you, you hear like the... Uh, kind of zombie noises that you would expect. Yeah. In Walking Dead, it's a lot more snarling. Okay. And like what you would expect if there was a dog who really wanted to eat your face off on the other side of a chain link fence. Oh, okay. Um, lots of trying to get through the fence at you. Right. Um, but they still, like, their eyes, they must do, the makeup artist must do something with contact lenses because they usually have kind of clouded over eyes, but there's, you can still see, like, slivers of the humanity that was. Right. And I know that that had to be a very specific directorial choice. Right. But it's not quite what I was expecting going into it. I was expecting more of the typical groaning, slow shambling, um, right don't really have a whole lot of instinct or anything really driving them as much as they're just kind of wandering aimlessly and if they happen to catch you then they eat you. Right. But they are it's very much like being chased by a a, a swarm of zombies or a herd of zombies or whatever is in The Walking Dead very much like being chased by a pack of rabid dogs. Okay. That, okay. You know, look like your wife, mother, husband, child. Right. Right. Next door neighbor. Right. So, anyways, um, <laughs> good, uh, but yeah, so it, it, it's good. I would say, you know, give it, Kevin, Kevin gave up after like two or three episodes because okay. there's a lot of slow shots that he, he refers to as like the tumbleweeds rolling across the street. They're right. not actually tumbleweeds, but there, there are a lot of more artsy shots, like right. more artistic, right. um, not necessarily action shots. Once yeah. you get into season two, like end of season two and season three, a lot of action, stabbing okay. zombies in the head, shooting zombies in the face. Okay. Um, it's a, it's a little slow start, I guess. Okay. Um, but I think it's really well done. I really like all the characters except that one that I hate, and right. also Carl. Right. All right. Um, we are actually over an hour. Oh um, wow! Even with editing, uh, I think we're gonna be over an hour. Um, 
I feel bad that we talked about zombies for an hour and didn't get to your thing, but that will be our next episode. Or something else in our next episode. That's oh, true. I know what our next episode is going to be. Oh. And in fact, it's going to be something that we're going to watch, I think, if we still have time. Yeah. Um, right after this. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Something that premiered uh, yesterday. Yeah. And it's a little, little show we like to call Doctor Who. So... Yeah. That's uh that's going to I think next episode is going to be all about Doctor Who. I'm down with that. Um but so now so now I'm not going to do this every episode either, but we're going to throw it to ourselves from an hour and a half ago when we recorded our int- our outro. Yeah. Um so that's going to do it for us. Um And we're not going to do that every time because next time we'll say ourselves from a week ago. Right, exactly. And ourselves from 2 weeks ago. So it won't be annoying at all, I promise. It totally won't and it, and it'll be it'll be you're going to learn to love it. Yep. Um, so I guess, I don't know how to, go, how to throw to an outro, so I guess, bye? Yeah, sure, we'll go with that. Well, that's what we're obsessed with, but we want to hear about what you're obsessed with right now. You can email us at unabashedlyobsessed at gmail.com, tweet us at UFO Podcast, you can figure out what the F stands for, or find us individually on Twitter at unabashedlyjames or unabashedlyaaron. You can also check out my music podcast, the Appetite for Distraction Alternative Top 10 Countdown, uh, over at my blog, which is appetitefordistraction.blogspot.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll obsess at you next week. We just can't make this easy on ourselves, can we? Um, At the time we recorded the outro, we did not have a theme song. Now we do. So I just want to say a... Thank you to Jamie Shaheen for the use of our theme song, Did You Guys Know There Was a Ladder Down Here? And also let you all know that at the time that we recorded the outro, James had not signed up for his podcast Twitter account. Since then, he has, and we have learned that Unabashedly James is one character too long. So you can find him on Twitter at Unabashed James. We had to leave off the L-Y. So that's Unabashedly Aaron, Unabashed James, and UFO Podcast. You decide what the F stands for.